What's up everybody? Welcome back to the Matriarchy Show. This is your super grateful host, Res the Matriarch, back with another episode. Uh, wow! I hope you guys had an amazing week. My week was interesting. It, it was fun. I learned a lot. I had a blast. Um, but I spent it mostly taking care of my mother, nursing her back to health because I gave her coronavirus. <sighs> really, really such a shitty thing to have to admit because I worked so hard not to expose my parents who are older, so they're more vulnerable. But I spent the week taking care of her, so I would like to give a shout out to all of the true matriarchs and mothers out there because listen, I had to do, you know, the grocery shopping, the cooking, you know, taking care of her and all this other stuff. And in that moment, I was like, wow, this is hard. And then I realized that she did that not only for me, but for also my four older siblings, five of us all together, she did all of this for. And I'm over here, you know, taking care of one person and I'm like, woo. <laughs> so shout out to you guys who are on that grind, on that motherly grind every day. Uh, wow. I'm sending you so much positivity and so much appreciation to let you know that I really, I see everything that you do and I appreciate it. And I want to say thank you to my audience just in general. Everyone who comes on here and tunes in and listens, watches the YouTube, follows me on Instagram. Over the past week, I have received so many kind words of encouragement and I'm really getting to know you guys as individuals and, and as my friends, and you're all so smart. I see that a lot of the matriarchy crowd is made up of entrepreneurs, artists. You guys are out there. You guys are doing shit. You guys have vision, and that's really exciting for me to see. So as you listen to the podcast, please follow me at Res the Matriarch, and as you share your businesses and your arts, DM them to me. I'd love to share them. I'd love to check them out. It really makes me feel like we're growing together as a community and just getting stronger in our content and learning together, which I love. And I'm really looking forward to sharing more information that is really going to help um, strengthen our abilities um, overall and, uh, and also promote discipline, you know, because as I talk to you guys, I feel like that's the biggest thing that we're looking for, looking to develop in ourselves right now, seeing that discipline is a huge link to our success. So I'm going to do my best to keep finding helpful information that is going to help guide us all in the right direction. Today's episode is about the authentic self. I'm going to be talking about what the authentic self is, how it gets trapped behind fear, and different things that we can do to unleash our authentic self. Right before coronavirus hit, and I mean like pretty much right before, in the in the fall of 2019, I was going out on this audition for a role that I wanted bad. I felt like it would have been perfect for me. I really wanted to work with the director and I had already known her. I'd worked with her on a production previously and I loved her brain. I loved the dramaturgy work that she did, which is just like, you know, digging into the background and the context of the story or whatever. I thought that she was brilliant and you know, she's a black woman and I was really looking forward to another opportunity to work for her. So I wanted this role. And I got through the first round of 
auditions and we're getting to the callbacks. So I'm doing all my research, right? I'm digging into the world of the play, digging into the mindset of a person at this age. I'm digging into how people in this time period walked, dressed. I'm playing around in the living room. I'm staying up all night. I'm reading. I'm memorizing this script so that when I go into callbacks, I don't even have to look at that paper. I could just, I just know the words and I'm able to really live them in my body. I was ready for this callback because I wanted this role. And I'm on my way to the callback. And my friend texts me, I'm like, I'm so nervous, I'm so nervous. And my friend is like, oh, you don't need to be nervous. I've never heard you go on an audition and not get the role. And I was like, damn, wow. That is such a beautiful and inspirational thing to say, even though it's not exactly true. What a lovely reputation to have among my peers, right? So I'm going in here, I'm like, I gotta get this now. Like, I can't be out here, I can't break my casting streak now, right? And why would I? I'm prepared, I did all the research, blah, 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 we're going in. So I get in there, I'm doing my callback, and it's back and forth in the room. Cause at callbacks, they're mixing actors around. So you'll read with another person who's auditioning, then they'll swap you out and they'll pull another person in, then they'll put you back in and you'll be reading, but against a different person. So it's really a, um, it could be, it can be intimidating. So we're in the callbacks, right? And I feel like I'm not giving the director what I had prepared to give her in terms of what I was doing with the character. First of all, I held the paper in my hand the whole time. Even though I knew the words, I had memorized the script, I held the paper in my hand because all of a sudden in that moment, I was like, fuck, I don't want to look like an overachiever. Like, I don't, like, like a fucking dummy, right? Like, this is totally fine. That, that, was a, that was the level of performance that I had set for myself. I said I wanted to memorize it and go in there and say it. And I held the paper in my hand the whole time, right? And I'm not doing anything that I plan to do. And then the director is asking me to make adjustments and I really am blanking. Like, I cannot give her anything that she's asking me for. And it was a very frustrating time for me because I'm like, where am I? Like, why am I blanking? Why is this going the way it's going? And well, surprise, I did not get the role. <clears throat> and when I reflected on that moment, I realized that I was not present for that audition. My authentic self was not present in that audition room. Who showed up that day was my trapped self. My focus was all over the place. And I was really operating out of fear in a way. I was really nervous. I really wanted to impress this director who could even potentially become a friend. I wanted to impress my friend who had texted me and said like, I had never uh, not gotten a role. I'm like, now I have to get it. And, and I lost my focus in my authentic self. It, uh, it wasn't present. And here's how I know. My authentic self operates with courage. So even considering that I wanted to develop this relationship with a director friend, that's not bad. And considering the conversation that I had with my friend about not breaking my casting streak, that's also not bad. That could be an exciting challenge for an actor to set for themselves. These are not bad things. What happened is my perspective was off. I was seeing things as my trapped self, as my fearful self. So things that could have been an exciting challenge and an opportunity for me to really flex and show my muscles as an actor and as a person and a creator, my trapped self had me suppressing everything. The trapped self forces you to suppress everything. Your trapped self makes you feel like you need to impress people. 
It makes you feel like you need to run from a challenge if it's too difficult or if it seems too hard. It makes you feel like you need to avoid things just in general, procrastination, all that stuff. That's your trapped self. It, it, it's fear-based thinking. It's That's when you start asking yourself, well, should I put my paper down? I know that I know the lines, but I don't want these people to think I'm a show-off or something or a know-it-all or something. I don't want to look like an overachiever. I don't want to look dumb. What if they don't like me? It's fear-based thinking. And when you're living as your trapped self, that kind of fear-based thinking becomes a cycle. The fear-based thinking leads you to doing a bad job, realistically. I was in that audition, I'm operating out of fear, and what did I do? I did a bad job, and I'm able to be realistic about it because I'm not being hard on myself, I'm being real with myself so that I can learn and so that I can grow with it, right? We don't need to live in fear of what, of external pressure, of external opinions, because that's not what we are listening to. We're listening to the voice of our authentic self. And your authentic self is pushing you to do better. It's pushing you to get up earlier, to work harder, you know, to memorize those lines. That's what your authentic self is pushing you to do. And it's honestly really hard to ignore that voice. And that's one of the reasons that a lot of people are prone to anxiety or, or look back on their life and they, they're experiencing imposter syndrome where they've accomplished things, but they feel like they could accomplish so much more. So they're looking down on themselves, maybe they're leaning on drugs a little bit heavily. All these things can happen when we're allowing our trapped self to dominate. Your authentic self is the one that is going to really help you accomplish the goals and the visions that you have for yourself because your authentic self makes you motivated to create, to create something. It could be anything. It could be a business. It could be art. It could be a song. Your authentic self wants you to create something, to create good, to put good out into the world. Everybody, even the nastiest people have an authentic self inside of themselves crying to get out. Even people that you meet and you might meet them and you're like, that was a mean person. If you really are able to sit down and have a conversation with them, you'll see that there is light in them somewhere. But something has allowed their trapped self to dominate their life and to be in control of them. And if they could just change the gears and listen to that authentic voice more than they listen to that trapped voice, then they could really become a person who even on the outside, looks like they reflect love and they reflect light and they're experiencing joy and they're happy and they're healthy. That's how, that's how the authentic self looks to others. And when you listen to that authentic voice, right, that authentic self that is telling you to do better, over the long term, it enhances your life. Things look different and things feel different because you've started listening to your authentic self and allowing your authentic self to shine. Challenges are easier when you approach them as your authentic self rather than your trapped self because callbacks are never going to stop for me. So when I go to my next callback, which one do I want to do? Do I want to do my trapped self or do I want to do my authentic self? I have to pick and I have to want it. And let me tell you something about your authentic self, right? Your authentic self, your voice, your mind, your spirit, it is beautiful. And you have to fight against anything that tells you it is not. Okay, so right now I'm telling you that your trap self will come in and tell you that people are thinking bad things about you and tell you that you're not doing a good job and you have to ignore that voice. You have to ignore that voice and you have to tap in with the voice that is telling you how to do better, what to do better, because that is how you grow and that is how you build a beautiful life for yourself.
listening to your authentic voice over the long term gives you it, it, it gives you confidence and it gives you courage to continue doing it because you see the results in your life and you love it and you're proud. It, it's, it's a cycle just like that that uh, like how I was talking earlier about how the trapped self creates a cycle of negative thinking. The authentic self creates a cycle of positive thinking. And that's where we want to get because that's where we are the most productive. That's when we're able to put the most goodness out into the world. And your gifts and your talents and your ideas, they're all linked to some greater good in the world. You're here for a reason. And like I've said in past episodes, your problems are never going to stop, okay? This isn't like a ha-ha, once you start living as your authentic self, you don't have any problems in your life and your life looks perfect. No, no, no. Problems are still going to come. But when you approach them as your authentic self, the results are different. The results are better. One of my mentors that doesn't know he's my mentor, um, Todd Herman, uh, he says that life is going to throw bricks at you, right? Those bricks are trauma, naysayers, your own negative thoughts about yourself. Life is going to throw bricks at you, but you have to decide if you're going to put those bricks in your back pocket and let them weigh you down. Or if you're going to use those bricks to build something. And I love that shit. Because at the end of the day, bricks are heavy. Bricks are heavy. So if you put them in your back pocket and you're being weighed down to them, it's not like I'm not going to look at you and say, I don't understand. I get it. But sis, get them shits out your pocket and start building something with them. It's time to tap in. It's time to level up. This is how you take control of your identity. This is how you become the person that you know that you are at your core and that you love and that you want to shine as out in the world and that you want to be known as. Who do you want to be known as? What is the impact that you want to have? The main time that you want to make sure that you're giving the microphone to your authentic self is when you're experiencing moments that have a big impact on your success, either in a good or a negative way. This moment could cause you to catapult to the next level or rescind back or stay complacent where you are. So for me, that's callbacks, right? Because I'm an actor. It's not hard to get through the first audition. The callbacks are what matter. That's when you have to convince this director and this production crew that you are the one person that is perfect for this role to tell this story, right? That's a big moment of impact for me. But a moment of impact for you might be when it's time to sing in front of people and you know that you sound amazing, but you get up there and you lose control of your breath. It might be going into a work meeting and having a great idea and wanting to speak up and being able to help the masses with your idea, but you're afraid of the rejection. You don't have to be afraid of your inadequacies. You do have areas where you need to grow and that's just true. You can't be upset about that. You cannot be upset about not being perfect. You need to be grateful Okay, that you have an eye like you do and that you have an ear like you do and that there is something that is telling you to do better and to be better. You need to be grateful that you have that voice and you need to lean into it. It's good. One thing that helps with all of this is humility. Understanding that you're not perfect and being grateful that you do not have to be and nobody is. I like to think of it like, you know, God is an amazing creator. God is beautiful. I am God's creation. We are all God's creation. Nature is God's creation. And it's all so beautiful and dynamic and just pure ingenuity, right? So 
if I believe I'm a creation by God and that I was created in his image and I have all this potential in me, why would I not think that about everybody else around me? That's humility. It's understanding that everybody is amazingly impactful and you are not better and you are not worse, but you are just your own version of beautiful. So you don't have to be afraid of criticism or, or even rejection because rejection is actually God's protection. And let me tell you something too about this callback story that I told you. This audition was at the end of 2019. If I would have got cast in that role, I wouldn't have even been able to do it because of coronavirus. I would have put all my eggs in that basket. I would have took that money in consideration for my budget. And then I would have fell flat on my face. But you know what happened? A few weeks after I went on that audition, I reflected on it. I learned from it. I talked about all these. I talked with myself about all the things that I just shared with you today. I went into another audition. I booked it and I did a regional tour and it was fantastic. And it was over and done with before coronavirus even hit. Rejection is God's protection. My trap self would have had me leave that callback, feeling shitty, reflect on it and realize that I did a bad job and never go into another audition again. Or every time it's time for me to go into an audition, now I'm having an amygdala attack and my hands are sweating and, my and I'm hyperventilating and I'm nervous because I feel like I'm going to do a bad job because I'm remembering the last time that I, did, that I did a bad job. No, 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 no. I'm taking the microphone away from my trap self and I'm giving it to my authentic self and I'm using humility and I'm using courage and I'm using curiosity to figure out how I can get better and stronger and move on to the next level of life. You don't have to be perfect to be a dominant force. The more work you put in, the more knowledge and skills you acquire, the easier it's going to be for you to live as your authentic self more often and the easier it is going to be for you to dominate your goals, dominate the enemy, shit on everything that tells you that you can't succeed. The more you listen to that authentic self and you accomplish those goals and you reach those heights, every time you hear that trap voice, you're going to be like, bitch, shut up. I already know I can do this. So mind your business. Okay. Mind your business trap self. That's what we're telling our trap self. Okay. Mind your business. Stay in your little trapped hole pocket where I'm putting you because I'm in control of me. <coughs> authentic self, you have the mic. Listen, I'm going to be posting a graphic about how to live as your authentic self. And it's going to have some details, even that I actually didn't even talk about in today's episode. So I want you guys to look at it, think about it, share it, talk to me about it, comment on it, and let me know your thoughts on how you plan on living out as your authentic self. Wow. Thanks for listening, guys. Um, I, I think in, in a future episode, I'm going to go into detail about what I mean about amygdala hijacks um, because I think that they're actually a really insightful tool for knowing when your trapped voice is trying to take control like in the moment. Um, but I'll save that for another episode. Um, thanks for tuning in, y'all. I love you so much, and I'm so excited to see what you guys accomplish. Please continue sharing your work to me and liking and saving the posts if you find them helpful because it will help me show up on your timeline a little more in new Instagram algorithm stuff. Have a blessed week. Tap into your authentic self and get it in.